Welcome to Adjust Your Life, an integrative health podcast about you and your overall wellness with Dr. Tim Dooley and Dr. Patrick O'Brien. The content in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Adjust Your Life podcast. My name is Dr. Pat O'Brien. I'm here with my business partner, Dr. Tim Dooley. Hey, guys. I'm I'm here with my nurse practitioner, Mary Weller. Um, Say hello, Mary. Hello. Uh, Today, let's let's get right to it. We haven't been here for a little while. We've missed a few shows, but we're back at it. And the big reason, I think everyone knows, it's it's COVID. COVID COVID-19, coronavirus, a lot of different names for it. So we have a couple very interesting points to make in regards to that topic going around that seems like all you see when you turn on the news these days uh and uh, we're going to talk about maybe put a positive spin on how we're introducing a portion of that into our office um so that gets down to the antibody testing uh antibody testing is something that can be done to determine if you've been exposed to it in the past this is different than the actual test of being confirming if the fact that you actively have it or not which again is a totally different test so um mary thanks for being on the show um you staying healthy wearing your mask Taking yes, the precautions. Of course. We all have to wear a mask, don't we? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's been brought in. I know a lot of these stores are now implementing it. I was trying to go into a, a hardware store, and I couldn't even walk in the door without having a, a mask on. So I totally understand it. And I guess the big picture is it's not about you. It's about everyone else. So protecting yourself to protect others. So, right. And rest assured, when you come into our office, uh, the doctors, both of us and the nurse practitioner, as well of all, as well as all of our employees, all have masks on. So you feel comfortable coming in, and uh, I think when you come in, you'll get a <coughs> excuse me a, uh, a temperature check. Yeah, and pro- probably you'll have a form protocol. to fill out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's which is important. I mean, obviously, one of the symptoms, the biggest symptoms, is going to be fever and things like this. So, you know, cough if you've been exposed to it. So we we check that appropriately coming in. Obviously, we take the social distancing seriously here in the office. People are scheduled accordingly as well. So. We figured, um, after seeing a lot of different things, that now that we have a, uh, we've worked with LabCorp closely in the years past for other blood testing we've done in the office, they've now allowed for a test that is very specific, um, using the Abbott method specifically for testing for the antibodies um, of COVID-19. This is specific to COVID-19, as opposed to any, people ask me all the time, is this going to show if I've had coronavirus at all in the past? No. Uh, this will be for this specific this year. COVID nineteen being two thousand nineteen is when it this originated, hence the name for the for the actual um, virus. So we now are able to check for the antibodies, which is beneficial uh, in a lot of ways. Um, I'm going to have Mary talk about that. What what would you say is a, a benefit to knowing why you have had this in the past, or Doctor Dooley, or whatever you guys think? Like I, I have one I can make. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, there are two reasons that it would be good to have it done. One, if you are willing to donate blood to help people um, in the hospitals and stuff kind of recover from this. If you have the antibodies in your blood, you can donate your plasma and have that given to patients who are sick with this to give them the antibodies to try to fight off the infection. And also some people, it gives you a peace of mind knowing that, hey, I have the antibodies and I can now fight this off if it does come to the fact that you do can get another round of it. Yeah, and I guess like physiologically speaking, I know Dr. Dooley will talk about it. Um, it's if you've had the exposure, physiologically speaking, uh, you technically would be immune to it. Now, we don't know a lot more about this yet. Maybe there's some sort of, you know, um, mutation or something that can come from it. But if you've been exposed to it, technically you've your body knows how to 
uh, fight it if you were exposed to it again, basically. And so you would like to have a positive test when you do take the test. I'd also like all the employees in my office to have it done to see if they are in that. Cause that's a, you know, could be used as a marketing tool as well. Like you're letting everybody know that, hey, they, they'll feel more comfortable in here if we all have the antibodies anyway. Yeah, but and then on the flip side of that, you know, it's 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 good to know if you had it because um, it gives you a quote, what like immunity card. I think even mm-hmm. China's utilized that. Other countries have. Um, but then on the su- other side of it is like, what are the long term effects if you have had it? And that's that. There's something if if indeed there are any. If there's something that comes on later in life, it's nice to know a full on history that hey, I was exposed to it in the past. I did have it. Is there any kind of future thing that came as a result of that? It's more information. You know, information is knowledge. Knowledge is power. The more you know, the better kind of thing. So. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about what happens when a patient schedules here and goes through with the antibody test? Like what is done? What do you guys do to test for it? Um, as a, a lab draw uh, might come in and basically just look for a vein in your arm, and I take about anywhere between one cc and five cc's of blood. I technically only need 0.5, but the tube just kind of fills up on its own. The, the, this the, is more than a pinprick. Yes, more than a finger prick. You do not get a finger prick and then have the results immediate. It does take about one to three days to get it back from LabCorp, and then we call you with those results. Um, Typically, I've been seeing anywhere between 24 and 48 hours for the test to come back. Yeah, and I think that's important because a lot of tests, even if you like compare it to like a rapid strep test or something, you get the results instantly. But then again, you know, the longer standing results, the full blood draw, things like this, you're going to get, in my opinion, the efficacy and the the less likelihood of a po- false positive, false negative coming back. So I the, the blood draw uh, statistically is just going to be more accurate. And not to mention this is a test that has been manufactured from LabCorp, which is you know the biggest lab in the country. So mm-hmm. it's definitely trustworthy for sure. Yeah, and we're not doing the testing here. All we're doing is getting the blood ready and sending it out. And speaking on that regard, uh, this is kind of a big benefit. There are a lot of places that are starting to do this now, and it seems that everywhere has been doing a cash charge. We offer both uh, avenues for the patients. Uh, we can You can bill your insurance. Uh, we accept most major medical insurances in the office. No different than having your blood drawn at another uh, office if you're just having just a routine blood check. We can bill through the insurance. Um, I would recommend calling if you have questions about that. We can answer that further. Um, but then also there is a cash aspect that can just be an out-of-pocket cost. It's very affordable. Um, like I said, it's, and it, and specifically, um, it's important to note that we, um, are able to check and we'll get into that multiple antibodies, depending on a a lot of variables as well. Uh, Not just the one specific one that a lot of these places are checking. Right now we're only doing the IgG though for the public. As of right now, the IgM and IgA cannot be done unless you are an essential worker or health care provider. So let's break that down, what that means, because I'm sure people are like, what is all those Ig numbers going up, right, and letters, stuff like that. IgG, immunoglobulin G, is a antibody that is produced in the body. It's um, one that is typically checked um, usually weeks after you've been exposed, after you've had your last symptom, your body now produces this. This is like the permanent antibody that is in your body that has something, it has a, it can be for life. It can be for years before it starts to come down, just depending on the virus. So if you're going to check this and you thought you had this a week ago and, and you don't know, immunoglobulin G is just not going to be a recommended one to check. That's why we can check the other two. Now, the other two we typically recommend to the individuals uh, within the healthcare field, and this is when you get in the immunoglobulin A and immunoglobulin M. 
Um, those two are specific to a more acute infection. So uh, immunoglobulin M can be even, you could see that as much as, you know, a couple days after your last symptom and then can linger for multiple weeks, you know, four to six weeks before the, the immunoglobulin G then kicks in. You know, and again, this this can vary from from disease process to, to different antigen to different virus. But for this specifically, immunoglobulin G, you think you had it back in you know a couple weeks ago, or sorry, a couple months ago. Immunoglobulin G is the route to go. More acute phase is the is the IgM and the IgA. And again, those are just more. I thought I had it not too long ago. Immunoglobulin A is something not very many people offer. We do offer. That is usually um, you find those a lot of times in like uh, the mucosal lining of the lungs, um, the, the nasal passageway, stuff like this. So it's, it's a good one to, to keep an eye on, especially if you're really trying to cover all your bases. So when you send a test out, we're just doing IgGm or IgG? We're yes, just, yeah. IgG for the uh, public. Everybody can have that as of right now, just healthcare workers and frontline uh, workers. Yeah, front workers, anybody that was essential during this time, they can do the IgM and IgA, and that's per insurance. Why aren't they doing all three for everybody? Um, just Is there a reason? Too, too many tests at one time. Okay. They're just being overloaded at this point. They do plan on opening up the IgM and IgA to the public, hopefully in the next couple weeks. Good, okay. And I find it another positive, I guess, the reason to do this, I find this interesting, is I've had uh, a number of patients recently come in and not thinking they have ever had it, been exposed to it, but they can't go back to work uh, in a setting such as like uh, an individual that works, for example, a friend of mine who came in uh, who works uh, in elective surgeries and is one of the, the reps that's in there. They won't physically let him back in the hospital unless he has had a confirmed antibody test done to show if he's had or not had it. And they're looking like more and more people are wanting to have this this test done for this uh, specific company of which I won't name, but they were not allowing their employees to come back unless they've had this antibody test done themselves. So do you think that's going to be more <laughs> run of the mill, like normal here soon? Like everybody's going to have to test it with this. I, I think depending on the job, I absolutely. Cause clearly right now it's, yes it's optional. Right. Yes. And then like, are we going to be it's forced to do this for eventually? Some people like surgeries and stuff, they actually have to go and have the um, actual coronavirus swab done in the no nasal cavity before they actually can go into surgery. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm going to, I'm going to believe that everybody's going to have to have this test. Yeah. Cause I mean, you've already had your kids in here, your wife in here, and then we're going to test everybody in the office eventually. So should yep. I start bringing my kids? Should you start thinking about getting your kids done? Are we going to have to do this or not? Yeah, to say the entire population doesn't get checked, I, I, that's pretty far fetched. I, don't, I don't know. Who I just knows? don't know how we're gonna do that. But I can see certain jobs, certain procedures, and you know what? You know, it, it's not like this thing's going away anytime soon. So to sit there and say like, where's it gonna be in the fall next year? Things like this for different procedures and surgeries, I don't know. Nobody it, knows. It's, it's very difficult to say. But it's interesting that you, everyone, we start to learn about things we didn't really think we would learn about, such as like how common antibody testing can be. And a lot of times people refer to this in the past as like a titer test, or if you've had certain vaccines. If your body has produced certain uh, antibodies to those vaccines, that's kind of what this essentially is. It's just for this specific disease. So it's nothing new. It's just kind of new to a lot of us. So. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I guess it depends. Like if you take a test and you're, you know, you're, let's say I'm positive and I had right. an IgG positive, that's great. But again, for this specific one, that those those may only be good like a common cold they might be good for only two years and then before it either mutates or changes so now you no longer have the antibodies for that so you may need an updated test to determine it. if you're you know repeatedly exposed to it but i think as we learn more about this virus it's there's so many things that are changing it's it's hard i'm not going to sit here and say something with with i you know extreme validity to it because i don't think anyone really knows 
and we're still trying to figure that out. But yes, correct. We would, it would be likely you would have to have multiple tests moving mm -hmm. forward. Well, that, and then, yeah, even if it's negative at this point, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that, I mean, it just means at this point in time, you do not have the antibodies for it. Mm -hmm. Or you didn't have enough of a detectable yeah. amount, which is, and again, that's kind of where, you know, heading my family checked as well. I absolutely would have thought that that was the case with my wife, you know, and hers was back in December, but negative. Uh, and she's obviously fine with me speaking about that, but it was still wondering, did she have it? But now the IgGs just dropped that quick or and she indeed didn't have it. Or is it as prevalent as we think in this area? There's a lot of variables. I, right. I, it's hard to say specific. Yeah. What about the um, FDA approval? You know, that's kind of a hot topic with some people. You know, it's technically not approved by the FDA, but... But it has, has received authorization. Released. Correct. Yes. Can we know what that means? Like, it just means they don't have enough time to evaluate the whole process, right? It's it's still a, val a valid test. Yeah, a lot of people ask if this test is FDA approved. Um, what that I think that requires a little more of a specific answer. Um, it's not FDA approved, but they have had they do have the emergency um, use authorization. So they're just because they haven't had time to do traditional evaluation of this test. Therefore, you they don't have it approved because there's not enough information out there at this point. Right, it's new to everybody, including yes. them. So um, just through the available data that we do have, we have this Abbott test that we are running. And they seem to be getting, you know, great results with it. Some positive, some negative. Um but it is the most reliable it's test. It's the most reliable test that we have at this point. Mm -hmm. um, the, the Another question that's asked routinely to me uh, that I, I've had a lot of patients reach out and ask about is, are you providing this information from this office to the CDC? Are you providing this to other outsourcing third-party aspects well no. the, the question is in our office I, we're don't that's that's a HIPAA violation we're not giving away anything from this office to anybody without any kind of consent from the patient from right. yourself and frankly there's no reason to this is just meant to give you peace of mind give an idea of what's going on now understand that this test is being processed through LabCorp of whom is the, the lab that's actually you know figuring out the results and they're the ones that that from their office policy I think we were just discussing this uh, how they would process is a little different story because we're there's two kind of people, the two uh, parties that have access to that information now. Yes. And from what I have gathered is that if you do have a positive antibody test, they do, the CDC will call you and try to do an investigation on this to, you know, just kind of see where the spread might be going. I Yeah. I think investigation, that kind of maybe a scary word, investigation in the sense of they just try to make more sense of what's going on, get an idea of where it came from, just to help understand this more so, uh, just to, maybe, I guess, this assists in a lot of variables, like where it started from. It can help with how many people have actually had it. It would actually be more of a representation of the prevalence versus the mortality rate. Um, I think those are a lot of things to take into consideration, too, um, you know, looking at it. So. so basically, there are two separate tests done for COVID-19, correct? One is for the actual COVID-19 test itself. Active virus. Active yes. virus. And the other one is for antibody check only. Yes. Both of them are done differently. Totally different. Yes. The COVID-19 test is done through a swab in the nose, correct? Yes. Of which we do not do in we this office. We do not do in this office, and we will turn you away. Yeah, if, we have, if you have symptoms of an active test or an active uh, you know, symptom, that's caught immediately in the door. We're going to tell you to go to the family physician or to the ER or wherever. Now, the antibody test is completely different. You need to have at least been symptom-free for approximately 10 days Correct. from your last symptom. 
then you would be eligible to potentially come in and have an antibody test done. This is mm-hmm. to determine if you have had it in the past, not currently think you have it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a hu- that's a very commonly asked question. A, a reason a reason that we would have someone we recommend wait ten days at a minimum to come in for just from my perspective is two two. Uh, number one is we want you to be completely virus free, disease free for 10 days. You're definitely mm-hmm. not shedding the virus. You're not passing this on. You're not transmitting it. We want them. We don't want anyone else exposed. Number one. But number two is you have to wait. The reason that you get a virus or disease and you are sick for numerous days and then you start to finally get better, it's because your body has now figured out that virus and is and is now starting to change the DNA of that virus so that your body produces antibodies and those mm-hmm. antibodies are now working. So that's why it takes some, di- some diseases take longer than others to get over them. So for this one, we're not going to see any positive findings, even with these acute IgA and IgM tests for antibodies, until you've had an adequate amount produced at the end of that disease process to see them. So it's it's actually going to be more ideal if you wait even even potentially longer than 10 days. And if for the immunoglobulin G, which we discussed, which is the most commonly used t- test to check for any kind of exposure to a disease... 10 days, two weeks is realistically not even going to be long enough. You, like I said, you're not going to see those for multiple weeks after a virus uh, or even longer. So those are the ones that linger for a longer period of time anyway. So mm-hmm. I was thinking you can even wait till three weeks until we have a better, uh, yeah. better yeah, idea. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to get more of a likely positive finding for an IgG if you wait longer than if you want to come in. And I know some people are antsy. They want to know right away. If you want a more of effective result to really see, specifically with the positive finding of a test, the IgG is by far going to outweigh. That's the standard of care for, for you know any kind of antibody test. So. Mm-hmm. All right, that's pretty much all the information we have to go over here. But uh, you know, sort of to recap what we just went over, uh, we do not provide COVID-19 testing for the active virus. We do provide... COVID-19 antibody testing in the office. And this is done by appointment only. Our nurse practitioners in the office, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Office number 424-3068. Our webpage is ipmdohio.com. And if you're looking or interested to see if you've been exposed or have the antibodies, please call to schedule. Um, You want to say goodbye, everybody? Goodbye. Nice chatting. Goodbye. Stay safe. (laughs) Take care. Keep your mask on. Wash your hands.